Welcome to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show on our Twitter timeline segment by segment and follow us for more uh, in for, uh, for more Titans coverage on Instagram and TikTok as well. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm your health plans. Get better with Farm Your Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, if you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. So, Zach, it is Thursday, February 2nd. It is also Groundhog Day. And Punxsutawney Phil, for I think the sixth year in a row, saw his shadow, which means six more uh, weeks of winter. And we're wondering if it's going to be six weeks of Titans offensive coordinator search because we are currently three and a half weeks removed from the Titans firing uh, offensive coordinator Todd Downing and that opening is still sitting there. And so Mike Vrabel talked to Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com yesterday, and this was uh, published by uh, by Jim from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, and the head coach giving an update on the overall offensive coordinator search. So here is uh, what Mike Vrabel said again via TennesseeTitans.com and Jim Wyatt. Quote, it's going good, Vrabel said of the interview process. I feel good about where we are at and having a plan for multiple scenarios. I've enjoyed meeting with a lot of different coaches and hearing ideas and visions, and I'm trying to figure out what's best for us, dot, dot, dot. That ellipses means something. I'll tell you that more in a second. But it will happen uh, in, in an answer to a follow-up from Jim Wyatt. When the time is right and when the opportunity is there. And uh, that last part is what I found most interesting because whenever there's that, that dot, dot, dot ellipses, it means, and then the parentheses, that's, uh, Jim Wyatt acknowledging that there was a follow-up question there that uh, it will happen. You know, that's uh, the follow-up uh, when the time is right. And when the opportunity is there, uh, Zach, uh, what stood out to you most from Vrabel's OC interview process update there? Well, to be honest, I think, you know, I, I hear coach speak in, in a lot of okay. that. It is, uh, that, that's kind of what I hear. And, and, you know, it's a process. They're trying to figure out who their offensive coordinator is. They're trying to be there, you know, do their due diligence on what the vision of the offense is. And you got to have Rand Carthon come in there and they got to have conversations, right? What do they want this to be? What players do they want to pick for this new offense? It is going to transform over the next, let's just say four years because Derrick Henry probably not going to be there in four years. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But Ryan Tannehill probably not going to be there in four years, right? Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But they got to figure out who they want to be. And Rand Carthon was just hired as the general manager of the Tennessee Titans. He's got to have some say in that vision too. And so I think this is it's a good, valid question by whoever asked that. Uh, and you see Jim White wrote that yeah, up. Yeah, Jim White. Yeah. On on you know at Senior Bowl, but. You know, I, I look at that and I just, you know, I, I hear Vrabel's voice, to be honest. So, so, you know, when I first saw that, and Sam and I talked about this some yesterday afternoon, when I first saw uh, the, the, the highlighted part, when the opportunity is there, 
you know, I, I know we know the list of guys that the Titans have requested to interview for the job. And two of those guys are coaches on the staff of the Kansas City Chiefs when it comes to offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, who is in a contract year with the Chiefs, and then quarterback coach uh, for the Chiefs and former Bears head coach and former Chiefs offensive coordinator pre-Eric Bieniemy, Matt Nagy. And so, it, it you know, the teams that make it to the Super Bowl usually keep their coaching staff intact for longer. Uh, D'Amico Ryans was doing some interviews with head coaching jobs, but it wasn't official until after the Niners got bounced uh, in the NFC Championship game and he became the Niners head coach on, what was that, Wednesday afternoon or maybe it was Tuesday afternoon uh, in that situation this week. And, you know, we talked about Brian Dayball uh, a few weeks ago and Josh Allen's uh, overall development and why Sean McDermott as a defensive-minded head coach uh, was able to have success with that young quarterback and develop. Well, Brian Dayball was playing in, so, you know, deep into the playoffs and was sticking with the team and not bouncing to a new head coaching job until he got it with the New York Giants uh, this past offseason. So let's just ask this question because, you know, I think it's, it's right to go ahead and get to the chat's comments here. Is Mike Vrabel's when the opportunity is there, comment about the OC hire, is this something or is this nothing? Is it something or nothing that Mike Vrabel, and I'll show it one more time, uh, says that when the opportunity is there, when it comes to what I, I feel like could be two guys on the chief staff and Eric Bieniemy and Matt Nagy being uh, an integral part of this OC hire process, is it something or nothing uh, we'll go to the chat here in a second, but Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Your perfect make and model is right around the corner, whether it's the Palisade, full-size SUV with third-row seating. You also have the Sonata, which is a four-door sedan, which I love, the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe. They can get you where you need to go. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Payne Bone and, and, and family-owned and operate. Payne Bone has owned that dealership for quite some time. Got a great relationship with Payne, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Also, don't forget, you got to make sure if you've already got the BetMGM app, you need to opt in the NBA One Game Parlay Insurance feature with the BetMGM app. And what that means is open that app, opt into the feature, and then you get up to 25 bucks back if your NBA One Game Parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short. That's with the BetMGM app. Uh, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. Uh, all promotions, subject to qualification, eligible requirements. First real money online wager only. Rewards issued with knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, uh, the question we're asking right now, is it something or nothing when it comes to Mike Vrabel's comments about the OC uh, search update. This is from Jim Wyatt and TennesseeTitans.com. The whole quote, it's going good. Feel good where we're at. Uh, having a plan for multiple scenarios. Enjoyed meeting with a lot of different coaches and hearing ideas and visions. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's best for us. It will happen when the time is right and when the opportunity is there. So when the opportunity is there, is that something or is that nothing? And Zach, I'll send you to the chat on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. 
Yeah, Steven says something. Uh, Nate brings up a point about Eric Bieniemy. Says he ain't coming here. Imagine working with Mahomes. It's like driving a Ferrari, then coming to the Titans, downgrading to a Volvo. I got to give love to Nate's burner account right there. Uh, also, Eric Bieniemy does have an expiring contract too, and so there is a situation there where we don't know what Eric Bieniemy's future could be. Orlando says it's something, something for sure. Uh, Nah from Chris Frazier, something from Nick Rooney says something. Jonathan says nothing. Tighten up says uh, something. We've got coach speak coming in again from Jonathan. Nothing from Dom. Something from David. Brock says it's definitely something. Billy Jones says it's something. Nothing from Stephen King. Already knew they would be more selective over their new OC choice. Uh, so some good comment there. Nothing from Mr. Jones. Something from Guy. Something from Kenneth. Rondé says definitely something. Something I hope couple of somethings coming in from Karen, Jay, and Ronnie. And then Corey goes with typical Vrabel right there in nothing. So, you know, I think there is some hope in the comment section that it is something. Uh, where do you lie here? I think it's something. It It's not everything. I mean, everything's not an option here, but I think it means something. When the opportunity is there, you know, that's a very important phrase there. And, and when the opportunity is there to get uh, have uh, formal conversations and interviews with Eric Bieniemy and or uh, Matt Nagy, who we know the Titans have requested uh, interview uh, for. And so I, I absolutely think it's something. And with Eric Bieniemy, I know everybody's wondering, like, why would he do this? Why would he go from the Chiefs to the Titans uh, and with a completely unknown quarterback situation? And that's absolutely a fair uh, thing to have when it comes to Eric Bieniemy's conversation and in, in, in that situation but I feel like Zach when we were watching the AFC championship game right before the game was going on CBS Jonathan Jones of CBS gave that update about Eric Bieniemy and the potential of wanting to go be an offensive coordinator for a a, a team with a defensive or non-offensive minded head coach and those teams he listed were the Titans with Vrabel the Ravens with Harbaugh and potentially the Patriots as well who are still looking for an offensive coordinator uh, too, right? And so where could Bienemy fit? Because I think the, why hasn't Eric Bienemy got a head coaching job yet? And I think a lot of people, we don't know how he's interviewed, which you brought up over the last several off seasons, but we also don't know what his play calling acumen really is because Andy Reid is known as such an elite play caller in a game. And so if Eric Bienemy's contract is, and yeah, the Patriots have now hired Bill O'Brien, but, but in Eric, if Eric Bieniemy's contract is up and he wants to go somewhere else to prove what he is as an offensive play caller, then going to a non-offensive head coaching head coach team makes a lot of sense. And there are several options when it comes to that. The Titans are actually one of them. So I think it's something, it's not everything. It doesn't mean that the Titans are going to hire Bienemy or Matt Nagy, but I think it's something that the Titans are waiting for to see if they can get, you know, their, their shot at one of those two chiefs coaches. Well, I think the difference of what you said earlier is you gave examples of offensive coordinators, then becoming head coaches. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about offensive coordinators or quarterback coaches becoming offensive coordinators. So more of a lateral move. And so I think that for the enemy, a lateral move for Nagy, it would be a, a, a rebound, right? Because he was the OC hired as a head coach 
was the coach of the year. Right, but then, he's been a head coach before. Eric yeah. B. Enemy, everybody's up in arms because right. he's never been a head coach. And so if you you put that, why? Everybody's asking, why is right. Eric B. Enemy just sitting there not getting head coaching opportunities to try to lead a program? And I've always said that there's got to be something more. There has to be something about B. Enemy that has turned potential franchises away from his services as head coach face of the franchise that's what you have to be and you've got to be stoic you've got to be smart you've got to be able to manage you've got to be a leader all of these qualities and maybe in these interviews that Eric Bieniemy doesn't show that now it doesn't mean that he can't be a good play caller and mm -hmm. I think that's what this conversation is about but man I've heard Mike Vrabel too much and reading that script this is a big fat nothing this is serving up. And look, I give credit to Jim Wyatt traveling down to the Senior Bowl and doing what his due diligence to go yeah. through and ask Mike Vrabel. But Mike Vrabel is not going to give you anything at the Senior Bowl about his potential hires. I think that this, we've seen this all too often. I think it will happen when it does. Or, you know, like that that's something that you just say. So uh, I looked in, at this quote and I said, look, this is Vrabel being Vrabel. I do think that, Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel are in conversations on what the next steps are, but I think this is nothing. All right, so a, a couple of comments I want to get to. Uh, Dom brings up that uh, Eric Bieniemy does have some legal stuff uh, in the past, and he hasn't always gotten along with Mahomes. Look, I, I think the legal stuff from twenty plus years ago when Eric Bieniemy was around Colorado as a college coach. You know, I, I find it really unfair to hold things from decades past against people where Tell they that to society. No, I, I, well, again, like, but I don't have to agree with, and I think you feel the same way that uh, people uh, grow as, as people, especially if Eric Bieniemy, who's you know, uh, you know, twenty plus years older at this point from when he was, and people do. No, dumb I agree with that, but it doesn't yeah. also. I mean, doesn't mean society and big time programs or franchises that are multi billion dollar companies agree with that, right? Because they have to look at the PR, they have to look at the liability that it is, and so. No, I think yeah, I, I'm with that. I I don't disagree with that either. I'm just saying, you know, when does time come up uh, in that situation? And the whole thing, because I've seen more. You know, Pistol Ramsey brings us up that Bienemy and Pat Mahomes are always bumping heads. I mean, like, do we know that? Like, do we know that they just don't like each other? Like, I, I feel like that's such a stretch and a reach for people to to talk about that. Oh, Eric Bienemy and his quarterback have a terrible relationship. Like, no, I mean, they've had some antics on the sidelines because they're both competitive and they yeah. both want to win. Uh, but it hasn't gotten to the point you would hear more about something breaking. When something's breaking, then it's serious. And I. Uh, that's not from Mahomes and Bienemy. Uh, I they've had too much success, you know. Yeah, and and too much success in emotional situations where you know you're in the heat of a moment in a game, and maybe you didn't like something that somebody did, but you know you all you, you move on from it, and you have quick arguments, and then you get back to it. But they've won so many games, and now they're you know in their third Super Bowl in the last four years. Uh, and then so Darius asked, what was the quote that he missed it? Uh, so again, the, the quote from Mike Vrabel here uh, at the Senior Bowl from Jim Wyatt about the offensive coordinator update. It's going good. I feel good about where we're at and having a plan for multiple scenarios. I've enjoyed meeting with a lot of different coaches and hearing ideas and visions, trying to figure out what's best for us. 
uh, and, and the follow-up there from Jim Wyatt uh, on the timeline on when it's going to happen. And, and Vrabel saying when the time is right and when the opportunity is there. And I, I, you know, I'm reading into this, right. And I'm, I think it's something when the opportunity is there means something to me. And I do think it, it means something with opportunity. So you're thinking they're going to hire somebody that is currently coaching right now. No, I want to make that very clear. Like, I don't so think what does it, that mean then? Right. I don't think it means that they are going to hire B enemy or Nagy. I think it means that they want an opportunity to really talk to Bienemy and Nagy because they're on the list of guys they requested to interview. And if they're and if and if Bienemy and Nagy want to say, hey, we're trying to win this second Super Bowl with Mahomes. We're trying to get back here and win this thing again and beat the Eagles, who have a great defensive front. We want to talk after the Super Bowl or after the Chiefs are done playing. That you have to respect that from somebody who is currently acting out a job. And so if I were the Chiefs, I would want all of my coaches to focus on our team and our job at hand. Like, you know this about me. A couple years ago, I thought I did not like the fact that Arthur Smith had a head coaching interview scheduled with the Jacksonville Jaguars like four hours after the Titans wildcard game against the Ravens ended. It was a same day interview kickoff at noon and, and, and Arthur Smith was interviewing for the Jags by Sunday night. I, I think that's a distraction. And if, and if Bianami and Nagy, which I don't know this, if they're saying, Hey, we want to focus on this until it gets here, then I think it's something that the Titans want to have them included in that bigger picture. I think if they were being talked about for head coaching jobs, they interview, this is just a different job. That's sure, the difference and, and, in this. But but I also still think that that's I, I and I right? Get, I mean, I get where Arthur Smith is at, and I look. I it's I apples and oranges, though. All the coaches you've brought up, you're talking about going from a position coach or coordinator to a head coach. This is not that situation. That's why I don't no, think I, that you can compare it. No, I mean, I I still think that it was not the right way to handle a head coaching interview from Arthur Smith. I, I think you give it a day, like do it on Monday morning, right? If you know, it's a head coaching job, no, I, I understand you have opportunities. That. You spend Arthur Smith, Smith spent his entire life to get a to decade. that point. Yeah. You take it. You, I, you, it's business. Sometimes it's just business. Yeah, I know. I, I just think an interview on the same day is, is not the right way to go about something uh, when you're trying to finish a job. And, you know, I, I feel like, and that was a bad, that was not a good performance from offensive coordinator Arthur Smith in that Ravens playoff game where they only scored 13 points. It was one of the lowest offensive outputs by Arthur Smith in his two seasons as play caller for the Titans. And I feel like it had an impact on him with, with looking ahead to that. And so, you know, again, I think it's something that they want to talk to these guys and maybe they haven't had that chance and they don't want to make a move until they have that right opportunity with the enemy or Nagy. So Amber brings this up and this, I think is a bigger conversation. It says Arthur Smith will be back to offensive coordinator in 2024 saying that he's not going to make it as a head coach, but let's face it. That's kind of what the Titans need. They need a coach that is descending, not ascending. Because they're going to get picked. That's the problem with the structure of where the Titans are. Is because time and time again, it's just going to happen. If you get an up-and-coming head coach that can be an offensive or the, uh, an up-and-coming offensive coordinator that can be a head coach, yeah. what are you going to do? 
You actually need somebody that has taken a step back. Matt Nagy yeah, actually so, fits that description a little bit right. because he's taking a step back. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up because that's where I wanted to go next because I, I saw when we were going through at the beginning of the show, I saw a lot of people that were like, no, ew, gross, Nagy. Nagy asked Trubisky about Nagy. Nagy couldn't fix Trubisky. All this kind of stuff. So I want to dive excuse me, into that about Matt Nagy and why I think it's, I think it's short-sighted for Titans fans to dismiss the opportunity or the potential of Matt Nagy as Titans offensive coordinator. And I'm going to develop and expand more on that here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. We've been working with the Bone and Joint Institute for two plus years, almost three. And they're great. They are phenomenal at what they do. And they get you healthy when something unfortunate has happened, like an injury. Nobody plans for injuries and nobody likes dealing with injuries. Injuries are annoying. They're an inconvenience. They make life more difficult. And all you want to do is get past that injury. Well, don't wait too long. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute. I've told this story a few times on our show. This summer, I had a foot problem. I had plantar fasciitis. And I, I waited a month before I went and saw my guy, Dr. Watson, who's a foot and ankle specialist at the Bone and Joint Institute, and he helped me fix it. And I'm back. I'm good. Uh, Pain-free when it comes to the plantar fasciitis, and I waited a month to go do that. So don't wait like I did. Don't wait like a lot of people do. Go check out the Bone and Joint Institute. They will help you out. They make it easy on you right there in Franklin. They've got 12-plus specialists who can do anything that you've got going on in a state-of-the-art rehab facility as well in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. Bet MGM, that's who powers us in the mornings. Promo code ATOZ Sports, the king of sports books. They've got you covered with the bet offer, which is up to $1,000 back at bonus bets if your first bet misses. So if you're a new user and you've not downloaded the Bet MGM app, you should download it today. Use the promo code ATOZ SPORTS right there in the promo code tab. All one word, no spaces. They are the king of sports books. All right, so uh, you know we're going through Mike Vrabel's quote of when the opportunity is there that they will make the offensive coordinator hire again from Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com from the Senior Bowl and you know uh, to reset a little bit uh, I feel like this means something when it comes to the two uh, uh, coaching candidates from the Kansas City Chiefs who are getting set to coach in the Super Bowl coming up uh, in two Sundays from now and I I think it's short sighted for Titans fans to dismiss Matt Nagy as an offensive coordinator opportunity. And why? I think it's pretty simple. Just because somebody wasn't a good or successful head coach long-term doesn't mean that they're going to be a bad offensive coordinator. I think we've seen this so many different times. Just because Jim Schwartz had a ceiling as a head coach in the NFL doesn't make him an asset as a defensive coordinator in the NFL. We've seen it all over the place when it comes to that. Just because, you know, Jeremy Pruitt is somebody. Terrible head coach in college football, but the dude's pretty damn good at defensive coordinator. And Matt Nagy was pretty damn good at offensive coordinator when he was with the Chiefs beforehand. He got to the Bears. He won coach of the year. He made some mistakes, I'm sure. And it didn't work out with Mitch Trubisky, and it really hasn't worked out for Mitch Trubisky overall. But maybe he's really good at being an offensive coordinator. And maybe he can't be a head coach. And that's okay. And I think the Titans could use somebody like that where, like you said, Zach, if if the league doesn't like him as a, as a head coach, 
then maybe the Titans could potentially hold on to a pretty good offensive coordinator for more than two seasons and not either fire the guy or move or have somebody else come poach him. I, I think that would be a great setup, would it not? Well, the Titans are desperate for continuity at the offensive coordinator spot. Yeah. They, they have struggled. Now, Arthur Smith did his job, but he left, as we've documented. But they need a guy like that. I mean, they the, need somebody the who's going to be there yeah. for four years. Yeah, this <laughs> is the fourth guy that Rabel's having to bring in as OC, and he's going into year six. But that's always going to happen. They, we, they, we knew that. Yeah. Yep. But they've taken chances on guys that have have gotten other jobs or then Downing got fired, right? So it's either or. They need a, a, a stable coach that has already either lost a chance or is like the enemy where nobody's going to give him a chance, right? That I mean, the, the Chiefs have benefited off of Eric Bieniemy lack of movement. They just have. That's why that they've been consistent. And you you attribute that to Andy Reid because he is and has been for a very very long time a outstanding great coach. But Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon they need to take a long, hard look at who they're going to hire for this position and say, are they going to be here one year in a cloud of dust? Or are they going to be here for three to four years where you could build around them, find your future quarterback, because you don't have that, mm-hmm. and figure out what offense that you're trying to run? Yeah. Um, and so you know, Ronnie says it's not Matt Nagy's fault that Mitch Trubisky stunk and that Ryan Pace was a horrible GM. I mean, you know, again, we don't know. Uh, and that's kind of the thing with with quarterbacks. When quarterbacks flame out, how much of it was the quarterback? How much of it was <clears throat> the the coach or the situation? Right. Like again, the Titans have a beautiful example of a super talented player at the quarterback position who flamed out. And some people blame the quarterback. Some people blame the coach. Vince Young, right? Rookie of the year, made a Pro Bowl, won a bunch of games, was electric on the field. Everybody loved him, but Jeff Fisher ruined Vince Young. Or did Vince Young not have the work ethic to continue to develop as an NFL quarterback? Like, was it Matt Nagy's fault that Mitch Trubisky never developed? Or was Mitch Trubisky not a long-term quarterback prospect? Like, Mitch Trubisky only had one year at North Carolina. Remember, we talked about that at nauseum that offseason. Oh, he's only started 15 games uh, in the ACC in college. Like, why is he the second overall pick? I mean, there's so many different variables that go into this. But I think Matt Nagy should be a competent option for an offensive coordinator that can give the Titans experience. He could he has head coaching experience that you can't just, you know, pull out of your rear end. And so I think that's I think Matt Nagy is a really solid uh, option for the Titans as an offensive coordinator for all the things we've discussed. Yeah, the Vince Young comment. I mean, I was around Vince Young when he was No, I know. Yeah, he did. That's that's Vince Young. <laughs> that's nobody else. But Vince Young. <laughs> but again, like you know, you've seen this, Zach. You've seen all the oh well, Jeff Fisher ruined Vince Young. Like so I, there, I, I, if I see a, that, I look the other direction because that's but there dead is a ass per, wrong. there is a percentage of people that believe I, don't, I, I personally don't think that. I've oh, I, that, that's not the what I get from the VY era. Every the VY era is tossing shoulder pads and eating chicken wings and throwing playing picks. video games, right? Yeah, but again, every once in a while, I run into somebody who's like, you know, yeah, Jeff Fisher, the Titans ruined Vince Young. I'm like, okay, bro. <laughs> so again, like I think Matt Nagy's legitimate uh, for a head coaching or for an offensive coordinator job for the Titans. 
Uh, so we'll see how this plays out. But we do know this, the track record of Mike Vrabel uh, announcing these offensive coordinator hires, both Todd Downing and Arthur Smith were elevated uh, and announced to be elevated as offensive coordinator for the Titans during the week of the Senior Bowl. Uh, so I think there's something to that. We're right here. It's Thursday of Senior Bowl week. And and Mike Vrabel saying, you know, it's going to happen when the time is right and the opportunity is there. Uh, right there. One, ask a question. Austin, question for you. Nagy or Biennemi, who do you prefer? I, I don't think I have a preference. I think I would be two thumbs up to both if that were – if either one of those guys were the higher, I, I think that's a good thing for the Tennessee Titans. I, I would question why Biennemi picked this job more than I would question why Nagy picked this job. Right. I think quarterback Bien- coach compared to offensive. Coach. Yeah. But you also, but it's also, yeah. Right. And like, why would be enemy take this job where there's so much up in the air, which we already know. Uh, a to Z sports here li- live, <clears throat> excuse me on this Thursday, uh, Zach, let's get to this next conversation because Hendon hooker was on uh, the one Oh four, five, the zone with Ramon Kayla and will uh, uh, yesterday morning. And we're going to play a video of Hendon hooker talking about, uh, his conversation a little bit with the Tennessee Titans at the Senior Bowl. But, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your health plan. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee, health, dental, vision, Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. They've got you covered. I switched last year, carried over into 2023 because they have better service, better rates, better coverage. You should switch, too. It's very easy to get a quote. You go through a quick health assessment over 20, 25 minutes. Then you get a quote. You realize, wow, I should have switched a long time ago. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Also, don't forget with the BetMGM app, current users opt into that feature. That's the NBA one game parlay insurance and take advantage of it. That's up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets. If your NBA one game parlay of four legs or more falls, just one leg short. I took a loss last night, Zach. Uh, Tennessee was trailing Florida by six and a half. I thought I could get Tennessee on a plus 110 money line. Uh, they took the lead in the second half, and then they completely blew that thing. And number two team in the country goes down to a bad team in Florida. And so I lost it on that one, but you live to play, play another day with a BetMGM app. So opt into that NBA one-game parlay insurance uh, with your BetMGM app today. Uh, so, Zach, let's go ahead and play Hendon Hooker sitting down with Ramon, Kayla, and Will on Radio Row at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, this was uh, yesterday morning. Real quick before we let you go, um, I know you, you told us off air you have met with the Titans, met with the new GM, Rand Carthon. Uh, who else have you been talking to here? What uh, what are those conversations been like? And uh, I guess what, what was your impression of the new Titans GM? Too? Yeah, it's it's been a gauntlet of, of, of teams uh, for sure. You meet with everyone, and I just have a blast uh, talking ball. And then, um, you know, meeting with the Titans was, was really cool. Um, you know, kind of a surreal moment for sure because that was the first team that, that I talked to uh, in the in the um, – the interview process so being able to just sit down with the head man and and, um, and talk ball it's been a blast it's been a blast so Hendon Hooker saying that the Titans the first team that he talked to throughout the process at the senior bowl Zach your initial reaction at least the Titans know they need a quarterback whether they're you got to talk to somebody if you're going to ask them out and so right. uh you know I, I think that was my initial reaction look Hendon <laughs> Hooker is a uh, a great guy. Uh, he's been, you know, he's an outstanding player before, obviously, the ACL tear against South Carolina this past season for Tennessee. Upstanding citizen. You know, as far as the Titans are concerned, I think that's a different story of what the fit is. 
uh, and where the Titan, what direction the Titans are going to go. I think there's so many question marks at this point in time in early February to really distinguish if Hendon Hooker is truly on the Titans' radar or if this was just, hey, you're talking to a lot of guys because you're out, you're down there, get the opportunity. It's a position of need. Let's figure it out. Yeah, and so from what I've heard from Ramon, Kalen, Will, and even Buck uh, from being at, at uh, Titans, or I'm sorry, at Senior Bowl practices over the last few days, it doesn't feel like this particular group of Senior Bowl quarterbacks are that talented. It feels like there's a lot of career backups uh, at the Senior Bowl this year, and, and Max Duggan uh, from TCU is kind of the headliner of the group who's healthy practicing. Then you got Malik Cunningham of Louisville, uh, and then, you you know, there's not a ton of uh, big-time quarterbacks. And Hendon Hooker obviously isn't participating because of the ACL that tore in November. And so he, but he's there. He's going through a lot of the process. He's out there on the practice field and, and involved in the drills and in, involved in all the practice sessions, but not physically participating in the Senior Bowl. And so let's ask this question, Zach. Are you interested or not interested in the Titans potentially drafting Ball's quarterback Hendon Hooker, interested or not interested in the Titans potentially uh, drafting Vols quarterback Hendon Hooker. Again, we know the ACL. Hendon Hooker has said that uh, in in several interviews that he feels good about that uh, recovery process. He toured in November. So you're you're looking at, you know, eight months is July. Uh, So really on the early end of recovery is at the very beginning of training camp. He would miss all of the rookie mini camps, OTAs and mandatory mini camps and you'd be he'd be right there on that edge of being physically able to go for the start of training camp for whoever drafted drafts him. So are you interested or not interested in the Titans potentially drafting Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee? I'll send you to the chat where comments are rolling in. Yeah, we we got a lot of not interested. Uh Noah yeah. says not interested, Steven says not interested, tighten up. Uh, highly not interested from Nas, not, not from Dwayne. Eric says not. Jay Wood says not. A lot of Titans fans out on this. Troy says interested. Uh, not interested there on YouTube. Not interested on YouTube from Titan Fox. Not from Billy. Mr. Jones is our second interested. Stephen King is the third, says that the Titans would unload Tannehill. I, I don't think that that would happen based on just drafting Hendon Hooker. Tiffany's going not interested, interested if he falls to the third. So there's a stipulation there. Hard pass from David. I agree with the chat. Not interested. You don't want to draft another guy who's hurt towards ACL. Uh, You also don't need a late round quarterback. You need a quarterback that's going to change your franchise. They already did that with Malik Willis last year. Don't do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result especially in back-to-back years, I am out. Hinton Hooker's a great dude, not for the Tennessee Titans. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'll answer the question here in a second. But, I, but you know, just this hypothetical. Uh, and we've seen one NFL season of, of Malik Willis. We have not seen anything NFL of Hinton Hooker, but you know and watched a lot of Hinton Hooker over the last two years at Tennessee. Who do you think has a higher ceiling in the NFL, Malik Willis or Hendon Hooker? Well, and again, that ceiling might I, not yeah, be smart, I mean, you, right? But, but no, I'm just asking the question, right? Right, but I, I think I don't, I, I don't agree with the question because we've seen Malik Willis and how bad he is. It would be Hendon Hooker. You go with what you don't know. You go, so you go with what you don't know. So, 
I think there's, yeah, I think it's easy. There's a less of a learning curve for Hinton Hooker, uh, but maybe a, you know, is I think Hinton Hooker is very physically gifted. Uh, I think Malik Willis is as well too. So, yeah, I, you know, my my answer, Zach, might shock you. I'm also not really interested in the Titans. Well, that's a shocking. That's the right answer. Well, I'm a, but I'm a Tennessee guy. You know this, and a lot of times you accuse me of the big orange glasses. But well, uh, because I, you that happens, uh, right? But I am I'm not interested in Hendon Hooker as a part of this draft class, and it's not about the injury. It's about the situation overall, and it's about honestly the lack of draft picks the Titans have. The Titans only have six draft picks in the 2023 draft. And we know the Titans have a ton of holes. You know, they've got holes all over the offensive line. They've got holes at wide receiver, holes that uh, in the secondary that need to be addressed, uh, potentially holes at edge rusher if Bud Dupree is going to be gone, and everywhere else, right? And so you've got six draft picks and not a lot of cap space you can go out there and spend on free agents to fill those holes. So you got to have guys that can help you now if Rand Carthon is not going to rebuild and he's going to reset. And I don't think a ACL injured Hendon hooker is the right way to spend one of your six draft picks. If something weird happens and the Titans gain three draft picks and they've got nine shots, then maybe you could draft Hendon hooker because you've got nine draft picks and treat it as a, you know, red shirt year or something. I think I would, you know, I would also entertain the idea if the answer at quarterback for 2023 is Ryan Tannehill, entertain the idea of, of bringing in Hendon Hooker and moving on from Malik. And again, redshirting Hooker, have Dobbs or somebody else as the backup, and then see what the, the future looks like after 2023 and you move on from Tannehill then. But overall, I am not interested in the Titans uh, going after Hendon Hooker. Yeah, that's not a plan. Uh, you know, the, the Titans have a – they – they would, I would rather them than do anything with Hendon Hooker or Malik Willis. You just spin Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill's last season as a Titan, and then you reset next next year. Rank Carthon gets a year to understand a little bit more. You have a new offensive coordinator, you buy yourself time, and then you go get another quarterback. But the Titans, I would be shocked if they traded up to draft one of the top quarterbacks like CJ Stroud Bryce Young's probably going to be too expensive for a brand new uh, GM though you know that would be electric but I just don't see that happening I, I think they they're going to make their moves if they do make their moves at quarterback in free agency okay yeah um there is some there is a I, I, you know, we're about to get into lying season when it comes to the draft prospects. Uh, I am very curious to see uh, what all uh, red flags or red marks against Bryce Young come out because of how small he is and not short, but how small he is. Mel Kuyper's already started by saying that there's never been a quarterback that it has the measurables of Bryce Young drafted in the first round. And, and I think that's interesting. It's not about his height. Cause we know Drew Brees and Russell Wilson and all these other guys can play from uh, behind the pocket or in the pocket behind tall offensive linemen being short, but can he hold up physically long-term with weighing 190 pounds? Uh, Cause we you know, talked about, uh, you know, a lot of guys that can't physically hold and even Kyler Murray might be five foot nine on a good day. 
but he's he's built like a baseball player and can physically hold up better. And so what happens with Bryce Young, that's going to be something that we uh, follow uh, over the next couple months once we get into draft lying season. Uh, Zach and Ed says 180. Apparently, you know, Bryce Young's light. Uh, so we'll see what happens uh, when that comes out as well. So, Zach, let's wrap up this Thursday show with the Magic Bucket. I've got a question to ask you about that as well uh, with the Magic Bucket that we do every Thursday. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans and of A to Z Sports. Hughes and Coleman will go battle the insurance company for you if you've been injured in a car wreck. And, you know, knock on wood, we don't want that to happen to anybody who follows us and watches our show or anybody you guys know. But car accidents happen, especially when road conditions are icy like they have been in Nashville the last couple of days. So turn to Hughes and Coleman when you've been injured in a car wreck. Go get the money you deserve. The insurance companies, they're big, they're strong. Uh, they will try to bully you. But Hughes and Coleman can be in your corner for you to get you what you deserve for that car accident injury. You go to their website, or HughesandColeman.com, or call them for a free case consultation. Their number is... 800-800-4600, Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, Principal Office in Nashville, Tennessee. Is Sports powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's BetMGM. They're hooking you up. If you use that promo code as a new user, you can go to your app store, download the app today, and you can win that bonus bet. That's a big bonus bet if you can do it. So let's get to it. The Magic Bucket always wraps up our Thursday shows. You never really know what's going to happen when it comes uh, to the Magic Bucket. And Zach, uh, I know last week when I was off, uh, you pulled the one chip challenge. Do you have the one chip and are you prepared to pay off your one chip challenge for the Magic Bucket? Uh, it did arrive. I'm not going to do it today, though. So uh, I'm going to do it at another date. Uh, got a, we got a big company meeting today, so I'm not going to do that. But I have it. and. We'll do it eventually. Okay. So maybe next week, next week on Thursday, do the magic Possibly. bucket. Okay. All right. So that, that sounds good. Uh, so Zach's got the, the one chip challenge for the magic bucket. So I guess uh, you've got the bucket in your possession uh, from last week. So, uh, you know, hit us with it. I believe it's also your sticker week. No, too. It's your sticker week. It last, last time I did mine. Okay. Well, um, I believe my stickers are in the bucket <laughs> because that's where I store my sticker. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, you know what I mean to do? well, I mean, you could do the chip today if you wanted to, uh, or, you know, we can just call it even if my stickers are in the bucket and you know, you want to, uh, you know, what's your, where's the, your, what is the sticker? I, I, you know, there's a bunch of stickers in there. I've used some of them. I haven't used some of them. So if we want to just put that, the sticker in the, in the chip as a wash for this week, since you have the bucket, that's fine. Uh, and we can each pull one, uh, for the week and we'll reset the, the chip and my sticker for next week. When I get the bucket back at my house. So this is for me, right? Uh, do the final segment of the show with peanut butter. Have you done that? I have not done that, uh, but that's for the next show. So I will do that tomorrow uh, and I'll make sure I bring in the peanut butter. Uh, and so I will do the peanut butter uh, show in my mouth for good news on a Friday. 30 seconds on the clock. Make as many animal noises as you can. I don't have you I have, done you that? have done that. It's a very funny one. You you have done that and it was great. Uh, but you don't have to do it again.
Uh, Puller has to call into Buck's radio show with a <laughs> fake name and voice when he picks up and ask if he knows when Malcolm Butler is coming off of IR. So I don't think any, neither of us have done this. No. And I, and I believe that is a user submission for my guy, Eldon. Uh, so uh, you can do that uh, today or tomorrow, whichever one you want I'll find do. some time and we'll, uh, whenever I do it, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll record it. Yeah, well, and we'll get the we'll get the audio uh, from Lucas uh, from the zone. So that's pretty funny. So uh, you know, uh, no payoffs immediately from the magic bucket, but uh, tomorrow I will wrap up the show with peanut butter in my mouth, just like Sam did that one day, and then uh, we'll see when Zach has a chance to give Buck a little shout um, and uh, and ask about an old uh, inside joke with Malcolm Butler. But I guess that'll wrap it up for this Thursday. Don't forget to like the show before you go on Facebook or YouTube. Give us that thumbs up. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, absolutely. And if you haven't yet already, please subscribe to our A to Z sports YouTube channel. We're doing a lot of great stuff. Uh, we've gotten some senior bowl content from mobile, Alabama from buck A to Z sports primetime has been at mobile at the senior bowl with buck as well this week. So check that out and make sure you subscribe to our channel. We're at 11,000 and growing. So we appreciate that as always. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow on a Friday. Appreciate it as always. See ya.